the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon on a very historical day throughout the uh, the entire world as President Trump has made a very bold move in uh, following through on his campaign promise to recognize not only Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, which practically that's been the case for decades, but also uh, announced that uh, they will begin searching for the location and they're going to start drawing up the plans and specifications because the United States of America will be the first nation to officially move their embassy from Tel Aviv over on the Mediterranean coast to Jerusalem. And um, it's the place where the Knesset, which is the Parliament of Israel, is located. It's the place where um, the uh, prime minister... Um, the president, prime minister, all of the dignitaries reside there in Jerusalem and probably one of the only um, nations where the embassies are not located in the capital city. But today we're going to have uh, an in-depth analysis of that because, uh, as you probably are well aware, there's a lot of implications that go beyond just uh, the formal announcement uh, of what has been alluded to for at least two or three days. And um, we're going to be actually having uh, a real in-depth conversation with that with uh, Congressman Ron DeSantis. Uh, Congressman, uh, you probably know if you are following uh, the news from a Fox News perspective, uh, very much a regular contributor, especially the last few weeks. Very uh, not only distinguished congressman, but um, having served at uh, Harvard, he learned uh, he earned a commission as a JAG officer in the Navy. Uh, he was deployed to Iraq in 2007, um, an advisor to a U.S. Navy SEAL commander in support of the SEAL mission in Iraq. Uh, he was also working at the Terrorist Ascension Center at uh, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And uh, he has all sorts of decorations, but uh, importantly... Uh, he is um, very much uh, involved uh, in Congress. Uh, he is um, uh, on various uh, formulation and uh, security uh, committees, subcommittees. He's chairman of the subcommittee there. So anyway, Ron will be with us uh, about 435 this afternoon, somewhere in that area. So we'll get to that. But um, it's a great day to be alive right here in West Central Florida. We are delighted to have you with us. Um, for the folks that are listening on the biz this afternoon, have a little bit of a mixed signal. The Dow Jones Industrials uh, off a tad at uh, thirty nine dollars and change at twenty four one forty. The Nasdaq, which uh, had a couple of days of uh, some pretty um, pretty interesting dips, they actually have uh, uh, closed up 
uh, 14 points and change at 67.76. The S&P is essentially unchanged since yesterday. It is off 0.30, closing at 62.29. But again, very negligible indeed as to uh, that closing. We are... As always, during the 4 o'clock hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, we're with you for two full hours each weekday afternoon. Right now, we are broadcasting, uh, simulcasting our broadcast across uh, our Faith Talk Station networks here in West Central Florida, across our answer stations, as well as on the biz. And as always, uh, you can always download our show uh, and uh, either take the podcast with you the next e- that evening or tomorrow, or you can listen to it online. We also have all our apps for all of our stations, depending on which station you're listening to this afternoon. You can take us with you. iHeartRadio is a resource. And uh, I'll tell you, a lot of folks, uh, when they're working out of their office or by their PC, and uh, they can hop on the Internet, they just listen to our stream. So any of those stations that I mentioned, right now you can pick up the Bill Bunkley Show live. And so as you're... Uh, hopefully, from time to time, making a recommendation to uh, your friends and family of, hey, have you had a chance to listen to our show in the afternoon? We would always be much obliged because word of mouth is the uh, the very best marketing indeed. Now, uh, my question during the first uh, few moments of our program today is, um, what do you think about President Trump? making this bold, bold move to recognize the um, the capital of Jerusalem, uh, the capital of Israel to be Jerusalem, and then to move the embassy. Do you have an opinion on that? What is your thoughts about that? Our phone lines are, are open right now. I would love to uh, spend a few moments having a community conversation with you. The implications, 22 years. It was 1995 when the United States Congress actually voted this bill out. It went to the president's desk. The president at that time was uh, President Bill Clinton. He did not uh, sign the bill. However, he did not veto the bill either, and the legislation became law without his signature. And since then, every president has signed a six-month waiver. Uh, You do the math for the last 22 years. That's uh, that's a lot of waivers. Uh, I guess that comes up to about 44 waivers as far as I'm concerned. If my simple math is correct, that if it's two per year uh, every six months and 22 years, that ought to be about 44 waivers. In fact, um, even now, uh, the embassy can't be moved. Let me just uh, correct something that I mentioned yesterday before we get the phone numbers out. There is a, we have a consulate, uh, sort of a working office right there in Jerusalem. And uh, I uh, need to let you know that I probably made uh, an assessment that has proved to be uh, not not correct. I thought that uh, the building that they've kind of used as the uh, consulate would be the building that they've already uh, constructed there in Jerusalem. And they would just move uh, to, to at least get started, move the embassy operations to that building. That is not going to happen. And so we are going to um, build we're, the State Department. Rex Tillerson was already talking about the announcement. Rex Tillerson was talking about the fact that we're going to be building a, um, an embassy 
Uh, and so site selection is going to be taking place. And then once we have a site selection, then uh, they will get the architects, the designers involved. And uh, the president today uh, pledged that it was going to be a, a beautiful thing, an embassy of all embassies there in Jerusalem once it is built. So um, obviously um, the um, the Arabs in the region are, are not particularly uh, pleased with this. Uh, most of the nations of the Arab League uh, have come in on the record to oppose it. Uh, France, Germany, the U.K., they have uh, announced that they are opposed to the president's move as well. And there's a lot of uh, opportunity here. Now, what we're going to do, our phone lines are open in Tampa. It's 813-287-5700, 813-287-5700. Uh, in Manatee County, which includes Bradenton and Sarasota, your local number is 941-955-0930, 941-955-0930. For all others across Florida and the U.S., phone lines are open right now for you at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. So here's the, uh, here's the question of the day. What do you think? Do you agree with uh, the president uh, in his bold action today, moving the embassy to uh, uh, Jerusalem and acknowledging Jerusalem as the capital of Israel? Uh, Might uh, tell me why. Um, If you are opposed, uh, maybe you believe that this was uh, a move that uh, should not be done at this time, and uh, you're very concerned about what's going to be happening um, there in the region as opposed to, to uh, letting the status quo go? Uh, and was it time? Some things we can talk about. After 22 years, was it time? And today we'll get into this more during uh, the discussion with uh, um, Mr. DeSantis. Um, and, and was this the right thing to do? Will this move the peace process forward? The president made the case for that today. And uh, as a programming note, just going to let you know that uh, if you're driving around, we're going to take a break in just a moment. We'll take your calls. In the second hour of our program, um, what we're going to do is we are going to the president's speech was about uh, about 11 minutes in length uh, as he spoke from uh, the White House just shortly after 1 p.m. this afternoon. Uh, His remarks were about 11 minutes. And the uh, remarks from the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of uh, Israel, I think those were between three and four minutes, something like that. We are going to uh, air those uh, two um, uh, speeches in their entirety in the second hour. It won't take that long, but uh, we have some sound bites we can share with you. But uh, basically... Um, we're going to be talking about uh, the specifics of this with uh, Congressman DeSantis. And then when we get in the second hour, we'll give uh, you an opportunity, uh, especially those uh, on our answer stations and on the biz, if you want to uh, come over to our Faith Talk stations, I'll be playing those uh, in total. But, uh, again, we um, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. Got some callers coming in already. We got a line open, by the way. We got uh, Lorna in Sarasota. We got uh, Peggy in Clearwater and uh, mixed reviews. And we'll give a chance to have uh, those uh, opinions aired. 
I do want to remind you that uh, we have a couple of books to give away. This is our Regnery uh, Publishing Book Giveaway for the month of December. Now, we've got a couple of options. If uh, The first one is written by David Limbaugh, the brother of Rush Limbaugh, The True Jesus, Uncovering the Divinity of Christ in the Gospels. Uh, if you'd like to put your name in a hat for that, we'll have five of those to give away at the end of the month. You can do that by going to uh, either website, either am860theanswer.com, am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com. You can click on the contest tab, and you can enter to win one of those five books. And by the way, you can you can put your name in the hat every day, and that increases your chances of being selected. And uh, with that, we have another one, just to let you know, on another website, uh, this is our teaching, um, uh, Christian Teaching and Talk website, Let's Talk Faith. We also have by Dwight Longenecker, uh, his book, a brand new book, is Mystery of the Magi, The Quest to Identify the Three Wise Men. We have five books for that as well, and um, talks about uh, the evidence from biblical studies in history and archaeology, as well as astronomy, to uncover where the wise men came from, why they came while providing a new and fascinating view of the time and place in which Jesus chose to enter the world. If you'd like to win one of five copies of that, go right now to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, click on the contest tab. And also for that one, you can register over and over and over and over again. Let's take a time out. Uh, Lorna is going to be first up from Sarasota, then Peggy. How about you? Good idea, bad idea, did, Pres- did President Trump make the right decision? Was it the wrong decision? Weigh in. We want to hear from you before we have a chance to have our chat with Congressman Ron DeSantis at the bottom of the hour. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Got a whole lot more happening. By the way, if you want to follow me during the day, you can do that uh, on Twitter at uh, Bill Bunkley. That's Twitter at Bill Bunkley. If you would like to um, befriend me on uh, Facebook, send me a friend request at Facebook at Bill Bunkley, Facebook at Bill Bunkley. All right, let's take a quick timeout. And we'll go to the phones next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Mr. Sparkly, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparkly, all your repair is free. Hot dog, it's Wednesday. What's so great about that? Well, if you have a ceiling fan to install or a faulty switch or just something with your electric system that needs fixing, you've been putting it off, you can call Mr. Sparky to come out today and you'll save $59 off the service fee for the visit. Call now. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888 Sparky. It's called MediShare and it's affordable biblical Healthcare, And if you're wondering, what does that mean? Well, ask the people who are already members, like the Badger family. It's a big family, by the way. We have seven boys, three girls. We live out in the country. We homeschool. And they thank God for MediShare, especially after one of their babies was born with spina bifida. And the total bill was about a quarter million dollars. MediShare members met the entire need and sent them cards and letters letting them know they're praying for him. MediShare is, I mean, we love it. With myself being self-employed, owning my own business, MediShare was a great option as far as affordability. With MediShare, as far as like all of our stuff, it's, it's always come through. Yeah, more and more people are doing this, and you can see why. Hundreds of thousands of Christian believers 
sharing. And that is a beautiful thing. Find out more. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. The holidays bring families together. We help keep them together. Would you partner with us here at the end of the year to help us reach and strengthen even more families? Your tax-deductible gift will help Focus increase its impact in your life and with others. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. Connect with Focus on the Family and give today at letstalkfaith.com. back bill bunkley here with all of what's happening and certainly what a week this has been and a historic day here as well and uh, we haven't even gotten to the the absolutely astounding and horrific wildfires of uh, los angeles and the fact that uh, we could have uh, another member of uh, the congress this time a senate a member of Senate who could be resigning in the next uh, 24 hours or so. we got a statement coming up from Mr. Franken. But the history-making uh, day is all about President Trump fulfilling a campaign promise. Now, what do you think? What do you really think? Is this, uh, is this uh, important to keep your promises? Should he have followed other presidents and held off? Now is your time to weigh in, 877-943-9673. Let's go to Lorna in Sarasota. Lorna, it's good to have you with us this afternoon. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my call. You are a bit disappointed or very disappointed or extremely disappointed, so uh, go ahead and share with us uh, uh, your reservations here. Well, I'm extremely disappointed, and this is actually the first time since Trump won office and mm-hmm. I supported him wholeheartedly. Uh, This is the first time that I've ever been disappointed in anything that he's done or decided. Um, To give you a little background as to the reason why, half of my family is from the Holy Land. Mm -hmm. I'm a quarter Christian Palestinian. I'm a quarter Christian Lebanese. Um, And so this issue hits home to my family Mm -hmm. like an arrow to the heart. Um, I think it's a tragic, tragic mistake um, it's going to inflame uh, an already inflamed area. It's going to make a lot of things worse. And I wish that he would have listened to the counsel um, of others, uh, perhaps even Christian Arabs. Um, it's, it's just a very sad day. I, I support Trump. I've always supported Trump, even when uh, everybody was saying he you know, shouldn't be in office. Um, I, I've been a staunch supporter, but today is a very, very sad day for, for me. Uh, Lorna, just to, just to remind you, just so you know before I make my comments, I have been a firm supporter of the Palestinian people uh, for years. And, in fact, have very fond memories of uh, many trips uh, into the region, especially 
going from Jerusalem into Bethlehem. In fact, uh, on some of the trips, uh, uh, there were some families, there were more families that used to be involved, Arab Christian families, more involved with the uh, the olive wood uh, industry, uh, and they're not there anymore uh, than what they used to be. But uh, I got to tell you, I've been very uh, not uh, complimentary about uh, the Palestinian leadership. Uh, I guess, I, let me ask you this question. If it's been 22 years that this is sort of the United States Congress passed it 22 years ago. It hasn't been implemented. I heard today people making the case that uh, something new has to be uh, moved forward. So the idea that for 22 years, the fact that the United States didn't make this move, but the president said today clearly that uh, he is very much wanting to have a two-state solution. He's not dictating boundaries either for Jerusalem or for Israel, and that he would support whatever the two sides were to come up with. And, of course, the Palestinians would like to have their capital in East Jerusalem. Do um, Is this the fact that in symbolism you, you, you don't trust him? Or uh, what would you say to those that said, you know, there's a lot of years that, that this hasn't happened, and, but yet peace has never come around? What would be your reaction? Well, my reaction is that I, I, it's not that I don't trust him. I believe I believe that he believes, uh, you know, what he's saying, and I, I'm not mistrusting that. I'm just saying that this decision has been put off by many presidents for many mm-hmm. reasons uh, for many years because it just is going to inflame the area. It's going to make a bad situation already worse. I wouldn't be surprised if the Palestinians – did not decide to just declare East Jerusalem as their capital now. Uh, I think they have a right to do that, and I think the majority of the world, Europe in particular, will back them on that. Um, You know, yes, something has to change. Peace needs to come. Uh, But, you know, the United States has to be a fair broker. Mm -hmm. And this decision is not fair to the Palestinians. Um, I I just... I, I. it's not that I mistrust Trump. Uh, Trump. It's just uh, it, this is not a good situation. He should listen to the counsel of our friends in the in the area, the Saudis, the Jordanians, the Egyptians, um, who have a peace treaty with Israel. Uh, I think he really should have thought this through a little bit more. Not, well, just to, the, just just to be clear, so everybody knows, uh, every nation of the Arab League uh, advised the president not to do this. Uh, France. Germany and UK, their foreign ministers also advised not to do this. Uh, many of the other nations around the globe, we don't know what their reaction is. Israel certainly supported it. So that is uh, the count at the moment to support what uh, Lorna is saying. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, we may end up moving our embassy to Jerusalem, as he has said today. I doubt that other foreign governments are going to do the same. All right. So it's, it may be a complicated situation. <laughs> well, it is complicated, and uh, I want you to know that uh, the Palestinian people are, are very, very sweet people. Uh, certainly have enjoyed the time. I was just in uh, both Bethlehem and uh, in the West Bank uh, just six months ago, uh, and have no qualms about doing that. And so, but Lorna, I want to get one more call in before we have a hard break. But I want to thank you so much for uh, sharing your comments this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's Lorna in Sarasota. 877-943-9673. Got a couple of minutes. Let's go to Peggy in Clearwater. 
Peggy has a, 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 a contrary view, uh, thinks that it's the appropriate thing. Peggy, welcome to our program. Thank you. I agree with that. the previous caller, um, not for the same reasons. Not She has family over in Israel, but I don't. I don't know anyone in Israel, but I think that it's um, – I, I think he's getting wrong, wrong guidance, the president. I agree with him on most things. Um, I'm su- I am a supporter. I just think that the repercussions, the trade-off, is not worth it. I think too many lives will probably be at risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could cause a war. I, I really don't think the trade-off is worth it, really. I, really, I'm, I actually am frightened. Right. I really am scared. because I love the idea, but I just don't think... Um, you know, I love the idea, but I don't think it's going to work. I honestly don't think it will work. All right. That Sorry. Is, that, I'm hey, very no, adamant about it. That's, that's great. That's Peggy and Claire Water uh, also weighing in this afternoon, uh, not supporting of the idea. Got to take a break here. When we come back, someone who is supporting the idea, and that is Congressman Ron DeSantis. And uh, he represents uh, the region of the state in the Congress from over in the Maitland area. Uh, Marine land, I should say. Used to go to the Marine land as I was a little tadpole watching the Dolphins. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Our topic is Israel, Embassy, U.S., and Trump. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Half of the Senate Democratic Caucus now demanding that Senator Al Franken resign following the most recent allegations of sexual misconduct, the latest one coming out of Politico. Franken, however, has previously been accused by six other women of groping or trying to forcibly kiss them. He has apologized in some of those cases, even though this latest charge he totally denies. A major announcement today from President Trump, who said the U.S. will officially recognize Jerusalem rather than Tel Aviv as the capital of Israel. It's a decision the president described as merely recognizing reality, and he says it is the right thing to do. In Israel, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu described the president's announcement as an important step toward peace. It was a mixed bag on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average struggled a bit. It was down close to 40 points. Crude oil futures ended lower, with the oil down $1.66 a barrel. This is SRN News. Around here, we love helping you find answers. Christians believe that 2,000 years ago, the ultimate answer came in the form of an infant born in a Bethlehem manger. That hope has endured through the ages and brought joy to countless millions. Our prayer is that you sense that hope throughout the holidays, joyfully wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From all of us at Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. 
EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Bill Bunkley here. It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in the tiny country of Lebanon. Over half of them are children, roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future. They are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. I was just in Lebanon and personally witnessed their plight. But this Christmas, you can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190 right now. Your Christmas gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire classroom of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Will you stand with me today in rescuing these children for Christ before someone else captures them for evil? Call now, 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190 or online at letstalkfaith.com. Praise the Lord. I'm Sharon Knotts inviting you to join me and my dad, R.G. Hardy, on the Sound of Faith weekdays at 9 p.m. on WTBN. Friends, if you're drawn to inspirational preaching, informative, in-depth teaching, and biblical answers to current issues under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, then Sound of Faith is perfect for you. Because we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Weekdays at 9 p.m. on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. We're back, Bill Bunkley, here on this uh, beautiful Thursday afternoon. I believe we have a little bit of change in weather coming through. I've got a front. Uh, got a front that's going to be really causing the temperatures to feel more like it is uh, well December than uh, <laughs> than early spring, right? Or late spring? Amen. Amen. We're standing by for Congressman Ron DeSantis, and he is going to be joining us. He's a congressman from the sixth district. Uh, over on the east coast of Florida. His home is in Marineland, Florida, and we're standing by. He'll uh, hopefully be uh, touching base with us here in just a moment. Uh, so before we get to that, uh, let me remind you that uh, we got an opportunity for you to win uh, a few thousand dollars. $4,000 right now will be giving away on December 17th. And what would you do with an extra $4,000? Well, go right now to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Click on the contest tab to enter to win. And this is a nationwide contest, but who knows? Maybe you, maybe you will have an opportunity to uh, win uh, $4,000. And I tell you what, that would really make uh, Christmas really good to go. All right, uh, we have a very special guest, and uh, for those of you, uh, maybe two of you that watch Fox from time to time, you certainly know that my next guest uh, not only has distinguished himself in his career, 
but has also distinguished himself uh, on Fox and many other platforms because of his wide area of expertise. He actually is uh, one of our home folks right here in our listing area, West Central Florida. I'm talking about Congressman Ron DeSantis. Uh, He actually grew up uh, blue-collar roots right here in Dunedin, Florida, and uh, worked his way through Yale University. He graduated uh, uh, magna cum laude, and he was also captain of the varsity baseball team. Also, he graduated with honors from Harvard Law School. Now, while he was at Harvard, he earned a commission as a JAG officer, and that means a lawyer uh, in the United States Navy. And he was deployed to Iraq in 07, served, um, uh, served as an advisor to U.S. Navy SEAL commander, supportive SEAL mission in Iraq. Also served as a terrorist detention center there in Cuba at uh, Guantanamo. Now, I want to tell you that he's currently serving as a lieutenant commander in the reserve component of the U.S. Navy, and he has several military decorations, but he served also as a federal military prosecutor. Went to Congress in 2013, and right now he's, he's the uh, chairman of the National Security Subcommittee, also a member of the Foreign Relations Committee. And uh, he and his wife, Casey, live in Marineland, Florida, with their baby daughter. Congressman, good to have you with us today. Oh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, tell me, my my first quick question was, what was it like growing up in Dunedin? Well, it was a lot of fun. I I grew up playing baseball, and when uh, I was in Little League, our Little League team for Dunedin National went to the Little League World Series in Williamsport, representing the U.S. South. So it was a major deal for the area, a major deal for us. And, you know, we had great baseball programs through high school. And, uh, you know, the reason why I ended up going to Yale because I got recruited by Harvard, Yale, and Princeton because I had high SAT scores and they knew I could do the work. So I had never been to New England before, and it was a little different playing baseball in the, in the cold weather. Uh, but I think the reason why I was able to play beyond high school is because, uh, you know, you had a lot of great opportunities uh, with the sports programs there. So that was really enjoyable growing up. Well, you learned to be a leader there, and it certainly has followed you all the way through uh, your career. Let's uh, talk about the big news of this, of this day. You uh, have served uh, a lot of time in that region, and uh, I think you're one of the leading experts in Congress. 22 years, United States, uh, through the very body that you serve in, passed a law to uh, move our embassy to Jerusalem. 22 years later, I guess 44 extensions later, President Trump has made history today. Uh, Very controversial. Uh, Do you support it or not support the move today, and why? Oh, 100% I support it. Had the last three presidents have all promised that they were going to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital and relocate our embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, and all three, Clinton, Bush, Obama, broke their promises. And President Trump, as a candidate, promised that he was going to recognize Jerusalem and move the embassy, and he's the first president to actually fulfill the promise made. And I think it's important for a couple reasons. One, the fact that other presidents haven't been able to do this, I think, helps President Trump in terms of his reputation abroad. Uh, People see him, our enemies see him as somebody who's willing to act decisively. And particularly in the Middle East, uh, it's always better to be the strong horse, even if you're acting against the ways in which some of the Middle Eastern countries, you know, don't necessarily want you to act. Um, being strong and decisive, I think, uh, will redound to our interest. Second is, 
this is the only country, Israel, they're one of our strongest allies. It's one of the only countries in the whole world, I think the only country, where we do not locate our embassy in their capital city. So that rectifies an injustice and I think will strengthen our relationship, you know, in terms of the United States and Israel. And then people say, oh, man, you're recognizing Jerusalem. The peace process is going to suffer. How much of a peace process is there? Just yesterday, the House voted a bill out called the Taylor Force Act, which defunds the Palestinian Authority because the Palestinian Authority is paying uh, pensions and salaries to family members of terrorists who murder Israelis. Uh, If you look at the Palestinian textbooks in school and their maps, they don't even have Israel listed at all. They incite a lot of hatred against Jews. So the problem with the, quote, peace process is that the Palestinian Arabs have never been willing to accept Israel's right to exist as a Jewish state. And that has been the problem, not us recognizing Jerusalem. So I think all in all, I think it was a good day. I think there's a lot of people in America who were happy about that. And um, I think the president made the right call. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the voice of Congressman Ron DeSantis from the 6th District here in Florida, a member in good standing with Congress. By the way, if you'd like to follow him on Twitter, that is at Rep DeSantis. That's R-E-P-D-E-S-A-N-T-A-S. And I suggest you do so because not only is a vital member now, he's uh, he's up and coming. Trust me. Now, I want to ask you to respond. Uh, Earlier in our program, we had a couple of callers, but one in particular, and I want to focus on the Palestinian people. And and I've been in the region. I was just in Lebanon a few months ago. I was in Israel uh, in April with a with a group. The Palestinian people are, are beautiful people. And through the years, I've been traveling, of course, going from Jerusalem into Bethlehem. Uh, a lot of the the commerce that uh, was there has has been affected by what's happening with with the West Bank. But we had uh, a caller who is uh, has family there and Palestinians. Uh, Talk a little bit about, uh, and I was trying to make the distinction about my feelings toward Palestinian leadership as opposed to the Palestinian people. Do you think that uh, this is going to diminish uh, President Trump's or this country's uh, respect and and interest in seeing peace for both Palestinians and Israelis as a part of this? It shouldn't. I mean, I think part of the problem with this is that Arafat uh, and now Abbas the leadership has traditionally been anti-American. Uh, they tried to blame America, blame Israel. So, of course, there are good Palestinian Arabs who I think probably would be willing uh, to, to have a peaceful resolution. The problem is that is not the impulse that has driven the decision-making. Uh, and so you all, at the end of the day, you have to have different leadership uh, who understands Israel's not going anywhere and can accept that reality. I mean, I will say, having traveled over there, when uh, Israel was in control of Bethlehem and other parts of the West Bank prior to Oslo, Bethlehem, for example, was a thriving Christian community. Yes, it was. Um, almost all Palestinian Arab Christians. And um, in 93, when they did Oslo, they turned over the governance of Bethlehem uh, to the Palestinian Authority. And since that time, the number of Christians in Bethlehem has plummeted uh, dramatically. And I think that that's a testament to the type of leadership from the Palestinian Authority. Uh, They're not really representing all Palestinians equally. Uh, They have not been favorable to a lot of the Palestinian Christians. And so Bethlehem, I was really depressed going to Bethlehem because 
it was a pigsty. It was not kept up nice. And then when you come out of the main church where that commemorates the birth of Christ, they built this huge mosque right in front of it. You can hardly see anything else. Um, and I didn't think that that was necessary in such a site that's so important to Christians. So, so I think that there's just a lot of problem uh, in Palestinian culture right now. But it, you're right. I mean, there are definitely folks um, there um, who are good folks. And we have a lot of Palestinian Americans um, who do a lot of great things for our country here in the United States. Mm. And the last thing, I've got a couple minutes for you, Congressman, and that is uh, people here may think that everybody in Israel just wants to have a, a one-state solution. They just want to have Israel. Uh, but uh, I tell you, uh, just like here in America, you have moderates, you have left and right. There are plenty of Israelis who uh, want to have peace. There's plenty of Israelis that are that are tired of the world that they live in. And uh, people would be shocked to know how many Israelis that live in Israel now uh, are advocates of a two-state solution. Well, I mean, Netanyahu's position has been that you need a permanent solution. Now, he will say his is a two-state, but really he, I think, correctly uh, insists on Israel maintaining control of the Jordan Valley. Because if you don't maintain control of the Jordan Valley, you would basically be allow Iran to run roughshod over Jordan and run right in through the West Bank and be able to just shell Tel Aviv. So maintaining control of the Jordan Valley is, I think, important. So what it would be, I think, is, is what, it, what Netanyahu envisions is something less than a, it's a demilitarized Palestinian state. But I think when you look at that, and I think the, the views in Israel have evolved over the years, I think that there was much more support for a two-state solution in Israel probably prior to 2005 than there is today. And I think the reason for that is, uh, Israelis saw what happened in the Gaza Strip. People said, oh, it's Israeli-occupied. The other people, it's not, uh, the, the Palestinian Arabs don't like it. But So Israel totally pulled out of the Gaza Strip, and Hamas basically took over Gaza. So that's gotten worse. And so I think a lot of Israelis worry that if you were to do something similar with the West Bank, that you would end up having it be a terror state like, like Gaza, rather than a more moderate Arab state, um, you know, like you see in Jordan. Mm. And you talk of the valley. I tell you, I take uh, my groups up uh, on the Golan Heights, and uh, the Golan Heights just overlook everything. Uh, I, I certainly have got to tell, be honest and say I'm a real proponent for Israel holding those heights because uh, it just helps in the neutrality. Your thoughts on that as our last comment. Oh, yeah, without question. I mean, I think the, the Golan Heights are an important buffer for Israel. Uh, I think that, that we need in America, we should recognize uh, Israel's right to the Golan. Um, and I think it would be really foolish for them uh, to ever consider ceding that because I think that that would put them at a strategic disadvantage with Hezbollah and other people who would want to do them harm. Mm. Congressman Ron DeSantis, first of all, thank you for your past service to our country. Thank you for your current service, both in the Congress and in our armed forces. And uh, thank you so much for being with us and look forward to having an opportunity future to chat with you again and uh, just wishing you a blessed day, my friend. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you again. Thanks a lot. God bless. God bless. Take care. And again, you can follow him. That's Rep DeSantis. That's R-E-P-D-E-S-A-N-T-A-S on Twitter at Rep DeSantis. 
All right. Uh, after that, uh, we'll take some more calls if you want to weigh in. 877-943-9673. We'll have a few minutes before the top of the hour. 877-943-9673. More on the historic decision of President Trump and the embassy in Jerusalem. Don't go away. Bill Bunkley will be right With Dr. Robert Jeffress. When we talk about God's kingdom, we're talking about that part of the universe in which God's will is done, where what the king wants done is done. So, where is that? Where is it that God's will is being done? You said, when a pastor doesn't the Bible teach God is sovereign, He's in control of all the universe, all creation? Yes. But in a practical sense, there is one small speck of real estate in the universe where God's will is not being done. And that little speck of real estate is called planet Earth. Right now, God, for his own reason, has allowed a temporary rebellion against the king. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Messages that inspire, give hope, life, and spiritual transformation, and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hi, this is John MacArthur of Grace to You. If this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. What I love about First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy is that it is a school in the sense that they have academics, but more so, it's a family. What if your child learned more in school than just the answers to the next test? I know that what my kids are getting is not only a great education, but they're getting the spiritual and the biblical foundations that they're going to need that will help them navigate life. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy offers strong academics, technology opportunities, and starting in the 2018-2019 school year, free VPK. But more than that, they help children build a firm foundation in Christ. Your child belongs at First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy, serving birth through eighth grade. They teach them things that I would want them to be taught, and they bring it home. They come home singing, they come home telling us their Bible verses, and they're excited about it. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy, from birth through eighth grade. You can connect at fbbca.org. That's fbbca.org. Now, let's see. Where did I put it this time? Mommy, I want a pony for Christmas. Nope, not there. It's two for one during our happy holiday blowout. That can't be it. I do declare they're calling their Christmas cup a holiday cup, and there's not a star on it nor nothing. It's just red. Ugh, I give up. I can't find Christmas anywhere. And what does it all mean anyway? If you or someone you know is searching for the true meaning of Christmas and coming up empty, you're not alone. Make plans now to attend Looking for Christmas, December 7th through the 10th at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Bring someone close in need of the ultimate gift this Christmas, forgiveness through Jesus Christ. 
Come for an opportunity to recapture the true meaning of Christmas. Don't miss Looking for Christmas, December 7th through 10th at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Tickets for Looking for Christmas are available now at idlewild.org. That website again is idlewild.org. Weekday afternoons at 3, I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. I'm Jim Brangenberg, the host of I Work For Him. Who do you work for, really? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? Your workplace is your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I Work For Him with Jim Brangenberg. Weekday afternoons at 3 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Stump the Host Day on, uh, yesterday was Throwback uh, Wednesday. This is Stump the Host Friday. This is Don, is it Wednesday? It is Wednesday. Don Hathaway. Who's Don Hathaway? Donnie Hathaway. Who was that? How, oh. well, who, who, was he like a single R and B, you love that R and B. You always kind of you 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 uh, those uh, those those Tennessee roots of yours. You know, you just kind of like go back to that Nashville, kind of like that uh, the Nashville layback beat. Is that it? What they call it? All right. Well, where were we? I was trying to figure out who that was, and so he wouldn't tell me. Hey, got about five minutes left. If you'd like to make a quick comment, 877-943-9673. Let me make a couple of uh, final thoughts uh, here about uh, about this issue. One thing that has always been intriguing to me, and you can, you can research this yourself. Several years ago, and I think if I'm remembering correctly, it was uh, at the time of the Camp David Awards, uh, the Camp David uh, meetings between uh, uh, Yasser Arafat and uh, the president and uh, the prime minister of Israel, there was a very good deal, a very positive deal. Negotiations had got it all the way down to the wire, and uh, Yasser Arafat, Yasser Arafat, who was at the time the leader of the PLO, instead of taking the deal as uh, as a starting point, a beginning point, um, he walked away. And that sort of began the, whether it's true or not true, accurate or inaccurate, that sort of began this sort of feeling by some that uh, – the Palestinians were not really serious about uh, making a peace deal. Now, of course, there's been many, many personalities from that, but um, 
that's one of these at least one of the perceptions uh, if not in the west i think here in america in some in some areas that uh if if uh, mr arafat had taken that deal we would have been operating with a two state uh situation today and um uh, we've also had uh other opportunities with uh israeli prime ministers who have been a, a little more accommodating uh, than maybe uh, Netanyahu has been perceived. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's it's a whole new page, a whole new era. We'll have to see how it uh, uh, goes forward. All right, uh, we'll have to do this very quickly, I guess. Let's go to Jim in Land Lakes. Jim, you like the move. We got Phil and St. Pete against it, but let's hear from someone who likes the move. Uh, Jim, go ahead. Hey, Bill, I was over there. Uh, back in the 80s, and the, the the perception I got was on the West Bank, you look at the Jordan River, on the west side, the side that Israel controlled was green, irrigated, growing crops. They did something with the land. Mm-hmm. On the east side that the Jordan still controlled was of rocks and sand, and it's the same land. The only thing that separated was a river and the will to do something with the land. I do not share your opinion of the of the Palestinian people. I'm sorry. You go up and down the King's Highway in Jordan, the same the same heritage, same lineage of people, and some of the most crude, backward, um, unsanitary people you could imagine. There's a world of difference between the Israeli Jews and the Palestinian and the Arabs. But Jim, do you think? Let me ask you a question. How much of that do you think is leadership? Because my opinion is, and that's why I've made it very clear, that my angst has been with the Palestinian leadership, not the Palestinian people. Uh, everybody knows that Yasser Arafat uh, was a big ripoff with the millions of dollars that uh, he ended up uh, taking to uh, Paris uh, for his wife to live on. But don't you think that maybe if uh, they'd had different leadership, uh, you might have uh, seen a different result in some of the lands and the people you were you were seeing in your experience? understand what you're saying but the people are the ones who allow that leadership it's the people's fault it's not the leadership well just taking whatever the people give them well we're out of time (laughs) jim let's let's uh, continue the conversation uh at another time and phil uh i wanted to get to you as well if you guys want to hold over and uh talk about in the next hour Uh, We'll be glad to hold you over. Uh, Mike will be checking with you on that. Um, But uh, we got a hard break coming up. Uh, For those of you on our answer stations as well as the biz, you know this is the time that we have to bid a farewell. But uh, I'm going to be, for the second hour of my program, I'll be right on AM 570 or AM 910. Check you those two signals. And if you are in Lakeland, 102.1 FM. So more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot. Come to you with free mobile service and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Hi, this is Dan Celia from Financial Issues. I want to remind you that every day from 9 to noon, Financial Issues, we're going to take your financial questions. You're going to hear about the economy. You're going to hear a little bit about politics as it relates to the economy and your ability to be a good steward of all that God has given you. Financial Issues with Dan Celia. Weekdays, 9 to noon, on our sister station, AM 1380, The Biz. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. President Trump says the U.S. is taking a new approach to trying to help resolve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict after decades of failures. It would be folly to assume that repeating the exact same formula would now produce a different or better result. The president says acknowledging Jerusalem as Israel's capital is an obvious step. This is nothing more or less than a recognition of reality. It is also the right thing to do. It's something that has to be done. The president is instructing the State Department to begin the long process of moving the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Palestinians have taken to the streets in the Gaza Strip to protest the decision. The calls are growing on Capitol Hill and elsewhere for Senator Al Franken to resign from the U.S. Senate. Minnesota's largest newspaper, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, is calling on Senator Franken to resign. This follows several allegations of sexual misconduct, including a new allegation involving an incident in 2006. It also comes amid calls from several of Senator Franken's colleagues for him to step aside. The Tribune writes, Franken has said he will make an announcement on Thursday. It should be that he is resigning. Roughly two dozen Democratic senators, starting with several female senators, have been calling for Franken to step aside. While Franken has denied the latest allegation that he tried to forcibly kiss a woman, he has apologized for some other incidents which included allegations of groping. Linda Canyon, Capitol Hill. At least four and possibly six homes have been destroyed by a wildfire in Los Angeles' Bel Air area. The fire erupted before dawn Wednesday in Sepulveda Pass, a major commuter route between the west side of Los Angeles and the San Fernando Valley. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti says it's tough to see homes burning. These are days that break your heart, but these are also days that show the resilience of our city, and I'm so grateful for the firefighters. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 40 points, the Nasdaq dropped up by 14. This is Town Hall. Hi, you love? Yes, Medicare is such a maze. United Healthcare can help. Is that why you're driving this bulldozer? Hop in. Choosing a plan doesn't have to be complicated. United Healthcare has the people, tools, and plans to get you through it, including the only Medicare plans with the AARP name. That was easy. Need to find a Medicare plan? Get help now at uhcmedicare.com. AARP Medicare plans from United Healthcare. United Healthcare pays royalty fees to AARP. AARP is not an insurer. 
Mike Gallagher here again for one of my all-time, and I mean all-time, favorite sponsors, ReliefFactor.com. My story is simple. I had a hip replaced, then I had a motorcycle accident, left me in pain, who simply wouldn't go away until I started taking Relief Factor. A three-week quick start is just nineteen ninety-five. 80% of people who do order the three-week quick start go on to order more, like me. Go to ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or give them a call, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384, ReliefFactor.com. Winter driving can be dangerous, but there are some features that could save you. You know about all-wheel drive, but if your vehicle doesn't have it, consider winter tires. They combine tread patterns and specially formulated rubber to grip those snowy or icy roads. Automated safety features can help you stop your vehicle if you're about to hit something. Features like automatic emergency braking and forward collision avoidance. And if you're about to drift across that white line, the Lane Departure Prevention System can help guide you back to safety. Edmonds, the automotive website, has these tips. One more, don't forget the windshield wiper de-icer. It thaws wiper blades so they don't get stuck to the glass. I'm Rita Foley. A report on Virginia's response to violence this summer in Charlottesville has found some missteps by law enforcement, including a chaotic scene in a joint incident command center and little on-the-ground cooperation between agencies. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. A new sex abuse lawsuit against Harvey Weinstein accuses him of racketeering. Six women have filed a lawsuit seeking class action status for victims of film mogul Harvey Weinstein. At least 75 have accused him of sexual misconduct. The suit claims a coalition of companies and individuals came together to form what's dubbed the Weinstein Sexual Enterprise to keep his behavior quiet. That, they say, amounts to civil racketeering. The suit says women in the film industry were lured to sexual assaults under the pretense of business meetings with the producer. A lawyer for Weinstein declined comment. He's being investigated by police in New York, London, and Beverly Hills. Warren Levinson, New York. The nation's homeless population increased this year for the first time since 2010, driven by a surge in the number of people living on the streets in Los Angeles and other West Coast cities. There were nearly 554,000 homeless people across the country during local tallies that were conducted in January. More on these stories at townhall.com. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here and going to uh, continue our coverage of the historic announcement today by President Donald Trump. 22 years in the making that uh, he has uh, recognized uh, Israel and uh, the state of uh, Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel. 
and has pledged to begin plans through the U.S. State Department to look for a piece of real estate and uh, start drawing up some plans and um, preparations and uh, that uh, he intends to uh, relocate the U.S. Embassy from uh, Tel Aviv, Israel to Jerusalem. Going to talk about that in just a moment. If you were listening um, uh, during our first hour, I want to just uh, finish up a couple of comments there, and that uh, is that um, one aspect that has been very troubling, and Jim was sharing with us about uh, uh, he was uh, uh, there in um, uh, in the East Bank uh, when it was under Jordanian control, and yes, that there are certainly, uh, if, you do, if you were to do an aerial between what uh, Israel has done in terms of the development of their piece of real estate and what was part of Transjordan or Jordan, certainly, uh, you know, at the uh, whole idea 70 years ago or uh, at the 67 war, there is no question that Israel has um, really developed the land. And there's a lot of um, uh, prophecy that uh, predicts that, the land flowing of milk and honey. Of course, that was the original assessment uh, way back in the days of um, Moses, uh, and of course, uh, the whole idea of uh, going in and multiplying in the land. But uh, I want to make a couple observations, and uh, here shortly we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to let you hear uh, the president's uh, words from his press conference in total. It's about 10 or 11 minutes. We're going to do that in a few moments after we take a break. But uh, a couple of things I just wanted to mention that. Um, I have to depart from Jim's comments. I respect Jim immensely, um, but I'd have to say that I'm, I am more sympathetic, way more sympathetic maybe, for the Palestinian people only because uh, I have seen, you know, you, I have been on several continents with uh, some of the um, opportunities and station trips, and so I've been in some pretty poor areas. And, uh, you know, a lot of times you go into a poor area, yeah, you can blame the people, but when you look at the people in charge, and I would just say that um, the despots who have uh, controlled the region uh, over the Palestinian people, you just don't have the, you don't have the freedom of speech. You don't have the freedom to get up and complain because when you do, uh, you know, you're basically going to be missing the next day. So this is what we're dealing with here. So. That's why I've never had any qualms with um, Palestinian Arabs or Arabs in general. But I got to tell you that I'm uh, one of the reasons why I would, would would have a long way to go before, quite frankly, I'd have respect for uh, the Palestinian leadership. Is uh, you can you can do your own research. Look at the billions of dollars that Yasser Arafat sort of skimmed off during all those years money that uh, was given in foreign aid, and uh, everybody knows that those dollars ended up in Paris, and uh, not only for uh, his uh, future year, but certainly was setting up his wife. And even today, you have um, Abbas, who is the leader of the Palestinian Authority, and uh, there are independent reports of the millions of dollars that he has stashed. So skimming off the top and uh, taking money that was um, given, donated, whatever, by the nations of the world uh, to uh, help uh, advance the um, the lives of uh, the Palestinian people, 
um, they've been ripped off by their leadership. And um, so anyway, um, so much to say for the the current situation there. And, and I, I think one thing that, that that's probably baseline here. I mean, you talk about distrust. I mean, the distrust in that region of the world uh, in so many different layers, so many different directions, it just kind of goes with the area, goes with the region. I know for our particular interest here that uh, I pray that you pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And that means not just the peace for the Israelis, but peace for the Arabs and the Palestinians. There certainly is a large number of uh, Arabs who are Israeli citizens. I've also, in the last year, as I've been reading several of the books marking the uh, the two anniversaries, that uh, there is uh, evidence of a of a significant number of people who, when you not only look seventy years ago at the Balfour situation, but you look in nineteen forty eight uh, with the Harry Truman involved. Um, uh, granting of the land to uh, to Israel, particularly after 1948, there were a lot of um, Arabs who were migrating into the areas that Israel controlled because they had a sense that uh, Israeli ingenuity, what they were going to do, that they and their families would have more prosperity uh, living within the boundaries, um, however the boundaries you want to mark, uh, the boundaries of Israel than they would in some of the uh, other uh, areas. And um, to Jim's point in the first hour, it is absolutely um, you, you can have a hard time denying the fact that when you see how Israel has developed and they are a democracy uh, and our friend in that region officially as a country, and you look at uh, how the Palestinian people have been taken advantage of by their own leaders. Um, therein you lie. Therein lies some of the the major difficulties that we have trying to uh, figure this thing out. And uh, I can tell you that, especially for the numerous. And Jim's right. I mean. In my early years, what, back in the late 70s, uh, early 80s, when I first started going to Israel, uh, back in that time, I mean, the the Palestinian Christians were just flourishing. Uh, as soon as you got out of Jerusalem and you're going down, it's a very short drive into Bethlehem, there were uh, Christian uh, olive wood merchants, uh, individual shops, just about lining the main road going into Bethlehem. And and when you went into Bethlehem, the mosque wasn't built back then, and uh, it, it certainly was uh, a totally different feeling than today. And uh, I dare tell you that, uh, um, talk about the area of the Gaza Strip and Christians having to, to flee from the Gaza Strip because that is uh, very, very controlled by uh, Hamas. And uh, so anyway... Uh, what we're going to do is praying for, and I and I am very clear. I want to be very clear about this. Um, I hope this is a new beginning. Uh, I very much hope that hey, you know what, Israel, you know, we've got some 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 players in that area who say, you know, we're going to push Israel into the sea. Israel has no right to exist. I do agree that at this point, um, the 
the Israeli question about Jerusalem had all has always been the last couple of decades part of the final uh, solution on the peace negotiations. It's never gotten that far. So at this point, hey, there's a statement been made. Israel's there. Jerusalem's going to be their capital. President said today that he's open to what the two sides agree to and also said that uh, he wasn't getting involved with the particular boundaries at this point. So um, we'll have, uh, we're certainly going to have unrest, but we'll see exactly where we go from here. And uh, after the dust settles, uh, see if we can um, uh, figure out uh, what can be done to, to truly bring at least peace for now to that region. So let's do this, Michael. Let's take a timeout. When we come back, uh, just after 1 o'clock this afternoon, uh, President Donald Trump from the White House uh, spoke to the American people. We'll bring you that uh, declaration in its entirety, about 11 minutes, and we'll do that next to the Bill Bunkley Show. And then we also have the official response from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. We'll let you hear that. It's about two or three minutes and that way, uh, not taken out of context, not using sound bites, you can be informed yourselves as uh, many of you are driving home on this Wednesday afternoon. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Wouldn't your wife or girlfriend love it if you treated her to the very best this Christmas? Well, you can, and you don't even have to go out of your way. We're talking about the world's softest pajamas, available exclusively at Pajamagram.com. That's Pajamagram.com. Created by a team of dedicated pajama experts, the world's softest pajamas are lighter than a cloud, softer than a bunny, like cashmere, only better. She'll love the way the world's softest pajamas feel, and you'll love the way they look. More than a gift, they're a feeling, an invitation to relax a little longer. The world's softest pajamas are available only at pajamagram.com. Visit today and give her a gift that keeps on giving to both of you. Plus, you don't even have to wrap because every Pajamagram includes free gift packaging and Christmas delivery is guaranteed. So visit Pajamagram.com or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. This Christmas, give the gift of family by supporting Focus on the Family. Over the years, Focus has given you practical guidance for your marriage, parenting, spiritual growth, and Christian living. And now you can pass the blessings forward to younger families here in our town. God has given us the wonderful joy of strengthening families with tools to help them grow stronger and closer. Perhaps we've been able to do that for you and your family. Now you can help us continue this good work by sending your generous support here at the end of the year. Your generosity will provide resources that help Christians know God's design for marriage, parenting, and so much more. Thank you for giving the gift of family. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword family. And thank you for partnering with us and giving the gift of family. Connect with Focus on the Family and give today at letstalkfaith.com. 
Don't miss Lander Lakes Christian School's annual open house, Sunday, January 28th, 1 to 3, at First Baptist Church of Lander Lakes. Tour the classrooms, examine curriculum, and meet the staff. Celebrating 40 years in Christian education, Lander Lakes Christian School is accredited by the American Association of Christian Schools, North American Christian School Accrediting Agency, and the National Council for Private School Accreditation. Classes available pre-K 3 through 12th grade. More information at lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. So I was at that new boutique, the one where the video store used to be. Next to the dry cleaners, that was so 2004. Now I download videos at home and the dry cleaner comes to me. The dry cleaner comes to you? Twice a week. Tyler from Sun Country Cleaners, who, by the way, is as clean cut and professional as they come, picks up all the family laundry, not just our work clothes and... (gasps) No more sorting socks? No more sorting socks. Sun Country Cleaners, you do life, we'll do the laundry. SunCountryCleaners.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30. On Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe home where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree let the Later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here as we are counting down the Christmas, obviously, on a Bill Bunkley show. Hey, got a programming note. Uh, we got a very special treat for you happening just after 7 o'clock this evening. Of course, that is the time where we bring you the daily edition, the weekday edition of Focus on the Family. And I want to give you a programming note that uh, Jim Daly, right after the 7 o'clock hour at the top of the show today, uh, had an opportunity to speak speak briefly with Jack Phillips. Now, that name is probably familiar because Jack Phillips is the owner of the Masterpiece Cake Shop located there in Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, His case was before the Supreme Court uh, yesterday for his refusal to bake uh, a cake for a, a cake for a same sex couple, but I want to tell you that uh, Jim Daly speaks with him exclusively uh, on today's program, and so want to point that out to you that uh, you may want to tune in right at seven o'clock, and it's at the top of the program. Uh, but of course, there's always great and insightful information that we get each and every weekday from Focus on the Family. Plus, we give you a bonus of our time with them uh, uh, on uh, Friday afternoons. Well, as I promised this morning, the president, excuse me, this afternoon, the president of the United States, about 1 o'clock this afternoon, uh, went before the cameras, went before the international audience, and uh, made his uh, official announcement that has been alluded to. There wasn't necessarily any surprises in the announcement. Uh, Certainly uh, in the announcement, uh, did his best to um, point out uh, some um, commitments uh, that uh, uh, he is making and moving forward with uh, 
a long-term peace solution, uh, a two-country uh, peace solution. But um, let's go ahead, and uh, we're going to take you back to earlier today and let you hear the president to talk about this very historic issue, this very important decision and move on his part, and um, that way you can hear it in its entirety. So now to the Oval Office and the President of the United States. Thank you. When I came into office, I promised to look at the world's challenges with open eyes and very fresh thinking. We cannot solve our problems by making the same failed assumptions and repeating the same failed strategies of the past. All challenges demand new approaches. My announcement today marks the beginning of a new approach to conflict between Israel and the Palestinians. In 1995, Congress adopted the Jerusalem Embassy Act, urging the federal government to relocate the American embassy to Jerusalem and to recognize that that city, and so importantly, is Israel's capital. This act passed Congress by an overwhelming bipartisan majority and was reaffirmed by unanimous vote of the Senate only six months ago. Yet for over 20 years, every previous American president has exercised the law's waiver, refusing to move the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem or to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital city. Presidents issued these waivers under the belief that delaying the recognition of Jerusalem would advance the cause of peace. Some say they lacked courage, but they made their best judgments based on facts as they understood them at the time. Nevertheless, the record is in. After more than two decades of waivers, we are no closer to a lasting peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. It would be folly to assume that repeating the exact same formula would now produce a different or better result. Therefore, I have determined that it is time to officially recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. While previous presidents have made this a major campaign promise, they failed to deliver. Today, I am delivering. I've judged this course of action to be in the best interests of the United States of America and the pursuit of peace between Israel and the Palestinians. This is a long overdue step to advance the peace process and to work towards a lasting agreement. Israel is a sovereign nation with the right, like every other sovereign nation, to determine its own capital. Acknowledging this is a fact is a necessary condition for achieving peace. It was 70 years ago that the United States, under President Truman, recognized the state of Israel. Ever since then, Israel has made its capital in the city of Jerusalem, the capital 
the Jewish people established in ancient times. Today, Jerusalem is the seat of the modern Israeli government. It is the home of the Israeli parliament, the Knesset, as well as the Israeli Supreme Court. It is the location of the official residence of the prime minister and the president. It is the headquarters of many government ministries. For decades, visiting American presidents, secretaries of state, and military leaders have met their Israeli counterparts in Jerusalem, as I did on my trip to Israel earlier this year. Jerusalem is not just the heart of three great religions, but it is now also the heart of one of the most successful democracies in the world. Over the past seven decades, the Israeli people have built a country where Jews, Muslims, and Christians, and people of all faiths are free to live and worship according to their conscience and according to their beliefs. Jerusalem is today and must remain a place where Jews pray at the Western Wall, where Christians walk the Stations of the Cross, and where Muslims worship at Al-Aqsa Mosque. However, through all of these years, presidents representing the United States have declined to officially recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. In fact, we have declined to acknowledge any Israeli capital at all. But today, we finally acknowledge the obvious, that Jerusalem is Israel's capital. This is nothing more or less than a recognition of reality. It is also the right thing to do. It's something that has to be done. That is why, consistent with the Jerusalem Embassy Act, I am also directing the State Department to begin preparation to move the American Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. This will immediately begin the process of hiring architects, engineers, and planners so that a new embassy, when completed, will be a magnificent tribute to peace. In making these announcements, I also want to make one point very clear. This decision is not intended in any way to reflect a departure from our strong commitment to facilitate a lasting peace agreement. We want an agreement that is a great deal for the Israelis and a great deal for the Palestinians. We are not taking a position of any final status issues, including the specific boundaries of the Israeli sovereignty in Jerusalem or the resolution of contested borders. Those questions are up to the parties involved. The United States remains deeply committed to helping facilitate a peace agreement that is acceptable to both sides. I intend to do everything in my power to help forge such an agreement. Without question, Jerusalem is one of the most sensitive issues in those talks. 
the United States would support a two-state solution if agreed to by both sides. In the meantime, I call on all parties to maintain the status quo at Jerusalem's holy sites, including the Temple Mount, also known as Haram al-Sharif. Above all, our greatest hope is for peace, the universal yearning in every human soul. With today's action, I reaffirm my administration's longstanding commitment to a future of peace and security for the region. There will, of course, be disagreement and dissent regarding this announcement. But we are confident that ultimately, as we work through these disagreements, we will arrive at a peace and a place far greater in understanding and cooperation. This sacred city should call forth the best in humanity, lifting our sights to what it is possible, not pulling us back and down to the old fights that have become so totally predictable. Peace is never beyond the grasp of those willing to reach it. So today we call for calm, for moderation, and for the voices of tolerance to prevail over the purveyors of hate. Our children should inherit our love, not our conflicts. I repeat the message I delivered at the historic and extraordinary summit in Saudi Arabia earlier this year. The Middle East is a region rich with culture, spirit, and history. Its people are brilliant, proud, and diverse, vibrant, and strong. But the incredible future awaiting this region is held at bay by bloodshed, ignorance, and terror. Vice President Pence will travel to the region in the coming days to reaffirm our commitment to work with partners throughout the Middle East to defeat radicalism that threatens the hopes and dreams of future generations. It is time for the many who desire peace to expel the extremists from their midst. It is time for all civilized nations and people to respond to disagreement with reasoned debate, not violence. And it is time for young and moderate voices all across the Middle East to claim for themselves a bright and beautiful future. So today, let us rededicate ourselves to a path of mutual understanding and respect. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you.
All right, you might have heard that uh, slurring at the end. That was picked up by everybody, and uh, I I was taking notes, so I didn't see it. I know one of our colleagues was listening on the radio and uh, came in and said, hey, what happened at the end? He didn't get the United States out. He was slurring his speech. Definitely slurred his speech, but uh, he walked out okay. We actually went over and signed the proclamation, so um, I think he just was not having a great ending. What can I tell you? Um, now, here's what we're going to do. You just had a chance to hear the President of the United States. Um, for many of you uh, who are, are followers of Christ, you know that uh, we do have a, a connection with what the Bible has to say about Israel. When we come back, let's hear from uh, the Prime Minister of Israel, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. He had some very brief comments and very important comments about uh, Israel's commitment not to take this uh, new proclamation, this new position by the United States, to uh, unilaterally start, um, you know, uh, grabbing land, if you will. Uh, Also, the commitment uh, to support uh, pilgrims from all three of the major religions that certainly uh, congregate there around the Temple Mountain, that would be um, Jews, Christians, and Muslims, will have his comments in their entirety, which is only what, Mike, about two or three minutes? Very brief, two and a half. Those be coming up, and then we'll take your calls next to Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Let's check in with SRN News first. Don't go away. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A top Senate Democrat says he expects Senator Al Franken to resign on Thursday over allegations of sexual misconduct. In a tweet Wednesday, Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon said that Franken is expected to announce his resignation on Thursday. Wyden tweeted that, quote, it is the right thing to do given this series of serious allegations. The University of California, Los Angeles, has canceled classes for the rest of the day due to traffic problems stemming from a wildfire. The university's website says many students, faculty, and staff have been unable to reach the campus Wednesday, so classes from noon onward have been canceled. The athletics department says a night men's basketball game and all other team workouts and practices are also canceled. Of Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was down by 40 points. The Nasdaq, however, up by 14. The S&P unchanged. Oil down $1.66 today. More details at srnnews.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Hot dog, it's Wednesday. What's so great about that? Well, if you have a ceiling fan to install or a faulty switch or just something with your electric system that needs fixing, you've been putting it off, you can call Mr. Sparky to come out today and you'll save $59 off the service fee for the visit. Call now. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Now, let's see. Where did I put it this time? Mommy, I want a pony for Christmas. Nope. Not there. It's two for one during our happy holiday blowout. That can't be it. I do declare they're calling their Christmas cup a holiday cup, and there's not a star on it nor nothing. It's just red. Ugh, I give up. I can't find Christmas anywhere. 
And what does it all mean anyway? If you or someone you know is searching for the true meaning of Christmas and coming up empty, you're not alone. Make plans now to attend Looking for Christmas, December 7th through the 10th at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Bring someone close in need of the ultimate gift this Christmas, forgiveness through Jesus Christ. Come for an opportunity to recapture the true meaning of Christmas. Don't miss Looking for Christmas, December 7th through 10th at Idlewild Baptist Church in Lutz. Tickets for Looking for Christmas are available now at idlewild.org. That website again is idlewild.org. It's like a second home to me. It's just such a Christ-like environment here. I love my school because they make sure that every student knows the love of Jesus. Do your children talk like this about their school? Maybe it's time to make a change. First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy is different. This school has really made me a more mature Christian and more mature person. Everyone's kind of just friends with each other, and we're like one big happy family. Caring for children from birth through eighth grade, First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy provides outstanding academics, extracurricular opportunities, and most of all, a Christ-focused experience. I really think you should go to this school because all the teachers are nice and you get to learn about Jesus. And starting with the 2018-2019 school year, First Baptist Brandon Christian Academy will offer free VPK for preschoolers. VPK is the best. Learn more and set up a tour at fbbca.org. That's fbbca.org. Or call 813-689-9435. Weekday mornings at 8. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. He wasn't deficient. He was not lacking in anything when he chose to save you. He chose to save you because he loves you. And of his own will, it was his good pleasure to save you. Moving forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. It's time to tap the app. Tap the Faith Talk app to enter this week's Countdown to Christmas giveaway. You could win a signed copy of David Jeremiah's God Loves You. He always has and he always will. A signed copy of Marco Rubio's An American Son, a memoir. Plus books from Edward Klein and Michael Medved. Tap the app now and enter to win the Countdown to Christmas giveaway. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Bill Bunkley here and just uh, taking in uh, a little bit of the sounds of Christmas on the Bill Bunkley show. It is uh, about 41 minutes past the hour. As promised, uh, shortly after President Donald Trump made his address, uh, not just to the nation, to the world earlier this afternoon, the um, Benjamin Netanyahu, leader of Israel, uh, came and had a very short press conference and I think that uh, in its entirety, his words are also very important to consider 
So uh, just a couple of three minutes here. Let's go ahead and listen in to uh, his remarks. This is a historic day. Jerusalem has been the capital of the Jewish people for 3,000 years. It's been the capital of Israel for nearly 70 years. It was here that our temple stood, our kings ruled, our prophets preached. Jerusalem has been the focus of our hopes, our dreams, our prayers for three millennia. From every corner of the earth, our people yearn to return to Jerusalem, to touch its golden stones, to walk its hallowed streets. So it's rare to be able to speak of new and genuine milestones in the glorious history of this city. Yet today's pronouncement by President Trump is such an occasion. We're profoundly grateful for the President for his courageous and just decision to recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and to prepare for the opening of the U.S. Embassy here. This decision reflects the President's commitment to an ancient but enduring truth, to fulfilling his promises, and to advancing peace. The President's decision is an important step towards peace, for there is no peace that doesn't include Jerusalem as the capital of the State of Israel. I call on all countries that seek peace to join the United States in recognizing Jerusalem as Israel's capital and to move their embassies here. I share President Trump's commitment to advancing peace between Israel and all of our neighbors, including the Palestinians. This has been our goal from Israel's first day, and we will continue to work with the President and his team to make that dream of peace come true. I also want to make clear, there will be no change whatsoever to the status quo at the holy sites. Israel will always ensure freedom of worship for Jews, Christians, and Muslims alike. President Trump, thank you for today's historic decision to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. The Jewish people and the Jewish state will be forever grateful. That is uh, Benjamin Netanyahu with some uh, very um, direct comments this afternoon. Uh, Very appreciative of uh, what uh, uh, President Donald Trump has uh, accomplished today in terms of at least this proclamation. And now it is the International Court of Opinion that is uh, in full swing taking over. But uh, we will see in the next few days. I want to tell you that um, it is uh, it is truly for those of us who are students of history, student uh, students of current affairs, uh, it is uh, a most fascinating time in world history as well as our national history. And... Um, There's a lot of um, distrust, a lot of uncertainty on all sides, Uh, but uh, I just want to, um, if you would allow me, I'd just like to pray uh, for just a moment uh, about uh, this historic day and uh, um, just pray for uh, the events and uh, pray for the future. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this Wednesday. We, um, We come before you as always and ask you to forgive us of our sins. Father, we pray for uh, the washing uh, by your blood for our purity in our life so that we can approach your throne and that our prayers will be uh, unhindered. And as we lift these prayers up 
we're told uh, by your word they are a, they are a sweet aroma a sweet incense that goes all the way to uh, to heaven into the bowls and uh, for your consideration father we just um, we do pray for peace the peace of jerusalem and that is a direct uh, commandment of you and we pray for peace for all people we pray for um, the Christians, we pray for the Jews, we also pray for the for the Muslims, and we pray, Father, that um, you would use President Trump, you would use um, his people, and that uh, with this new reality, Father, we know that uh, there's going to be. Um, less than positive reaction to the new reality, the new commitment, the new relationship uh, with the United States and the region. And so um, I just want to pray for, certainly want to pray for the rulers, but I I just pray for the the common people in that land. Pray, Father, that uh, somehow, even though for those of us who, who are followers of you, Lord, we know what the prophecies of Ezekiel, of Jeremiah, certainly the Revelation. We know of the days that are ahead for Israel and for that region. And uh, we believe we know how the story ends. But uh, for the moment, because you have called us to call for peace, uh, to pray for peace in Jerusalem, that's what we pray for today. And um, as I think about... Um, the people that we have uh, encountered on our opportunities to be on pilgrimage there, and we anticipate being uh, in pilgrimage mode again in the next few months. And uh, I I very much look forward again as these historic times are rolling out before us to um, our next opportunity to be in that region. But, Father, I just pray you give everyone wisdom and give everyone pause And um, I just pray for those people who are oppressed today uh, in any way, uh, form, or fashion. And I just, um, I thank you for the democracy that is Israel. And um, though some would would say it would never happen, I still pray for the same democracy for the people who are in what is uh, recognized as the West Bank area. Uh, for those that are in the Gaza Strip, uh, for those in the other uh, nations there uh, in the Middle East that certainly don't have the the First Amendment rights of uh, freedom of religion, freedom of speech, democracy, economic opportunity. Uh, but I just pray that uh, somehow uh, that can be found, even in light of uh, us, those of us who are Christians, uh, very much aware of... Uh, what we believe is going to be um, future realities, not today, not tomorrow, probably, but sometime in the future, maybe soon, maybe generations away. But, Lord, just know that um, I'm praying today for all people in that land. And, of course, I would pray. uh, I pray that um, our fellow uh, Jewish friends, our fellow Muslim friends, particularly in the area, I just pray that uh, they would be open to, really learning about you, Lord Jesus, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't pray for them to 
come to uh, to know you as your Lord and Savior. Thank you that you allow us to come before your throne. Thank you that we can uh, just uh, approach you in this way and let your love, the love of Jesus, just uh, permeate our hearts and let us be walking billboards for that for that love here and abroad. Of course, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, as we wrap things up, let's see here. Um, kind of a side note, uh, especially in the times that we're in, Captain uh, Matt just gave me an update uh, this afternoon. The House of Representatives in D.C. has passed what is known as the National Rep- Rep- Reciprocity. Man, I could get that word out. Reciprocity uh, Gun uh, Permits. Uh, 236 for 196 uh, against this is the bill that uh, for instance if you have a concealed carry permit in Florida you can then have uh, the right to use that in other states and that goes back and forth uh, past the house I don't give it a whole lot of opportunity in the US Senate but uh, that's where that's at I um, I guess I would be more surprised tomorrow in another update that uh, by the time tomorrow is uh, is done, I think that there's a good possibility that Senator Al Franken will uh, not be moving forward uh, in his uh, representation of the people of his district in the U.S. Senate. That's because we have several female senators, Senator Claire McCaskill, uh, Senator Maggie Hansen, Senator Christian Gillibrand, Senator Patty Murray, Senator Maisie K. Hernono, Senator Kamala Harris, Senator Debbie Stavenow, Senator Tammy Baldwin, and Senator Heidi uh, Hillcamp are all among senators, Michael, who are now calling for Al Franken to step down, to resign, and to step down. He's had another allegation. Um, But be very aware that if uh, all of these calls for Mr. Franken to step down, it's going to make it uh, extremely interesting. I also believe that uh, could be wrong that uh, Roy Moore is uh, going to be elected uh, by the people of Alabama to serve in the Senate. But uh, you can well imagine that uh, if Mr. Franken were to go by members of Senate calling for him to leave, as soon as Mr. Moore is seated in the Senate, well, you probably know what I'm suggesting there. We will follow that issue. The other thing which I did, I failed to do, and uh, I'm going to do very, very quickly, and that is uh, I want to pray uh, for the folks uh, in Los Angeles, particularly there in L.A. and in Ventura County. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just uh, lift up those who have been impacted by the massive fires in California, the massive Santa Ana winds, the 40 or 50 mile an hour winds that the uh, first responders, the firefighters have had to fight. It is uh, it is amazing. It's just off the 405 freeway and spots there. And uh, the reports and the video that's coming in is just these flames are just moving and we have neighborhoods being wiped out. And in fact, uh, in that area in, in uh, Ventura County, Father, as you know, just uh, just a lot of uh, people that uh, have been public figures in American life, culture, and history, it's where they live. So 
pray that you keep our first responders safe and pray that, uh, Father, could you give us grace in uh, allowing um, those areas uh, to, uh, not only with uh, your commanding of uh, the winds, there's no rain in sight, uh, but, Father, that you would just uh, give wisdom so we can get these under control. And we lift up uh, we lift up that, that national emergency just like we lift up for earthquakes or with hurricanes here in Florida, and we want to pray for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Mike, it's been a day, hasn't it? I mean, it's been a week. Um, I don't remember over the last week or so, 10 days, I really don't know. Uh, remember a week that we've had these many significant major issues uh, happening. And, of course, uh, we're, we are monitoring what's happening in Tallahassee. The human trafficking bill passed out today. Uh, we are in opposition to the um, uh, the fantasy contest bill that's going to be heard tomorrow in regulated industries in the, in the Florida Senate. And uh, I can tell you there's increasing calls for uh, Senator Jack Latvala to resign. He has dug in. But uh, that is getting pretty um, uh, pretty heated as well. And at some point in time, I think it is going to interfere with the business of the Senate. So we'll continue to watch that uh, day in and day out. So... Uh, I want to remind you, we're back with you tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And another quick reminder, 7 o'clock tonight on tonight's edition of Focus on the Family, Jim Daly will be speaking with Jack Phillips, the owner of the Masterpiece Cake Shop, in an exclusive uh, telephone interview. You might want to catch that as well. But coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth. The topic, the real vitamin C. That's part two of a two-part series from First Thessalonians, and that's coming up in just a few moments. And also, if you miss any part of our program, go to letstalkfaith.com, click on the podcast page, download it, and listen to it. Well, we're going to sign off until tomorrow at 4. It's been my honor and pleasure to all of you. God bless and good evening. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.